It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Wednesday, December 7th, 2016. We have 26 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. That's another big ship schedule for the day with lots of ships in the anchorage offshore off Astoria. In our marine weather forecast, we have a small craft advisory for winds in effect through tomorrow morning. And uh, today we're going to talk about the harrowing true story that's happening right now of a French racing sailboat skipper whose boat was severely damaged as he tried to sail around the southern tip of Africa. And let's also take a moment today to remember those who lost their lives on this day, known as Pearl Harbor Day in 1941. A little history On Sunday morning, December 7, 1941, the Imperial Japanese Navy Air Service attacked Naval Station Pearl Harbor in Honolulu, Hawaii, killing 2,403 American non-combatants and injuring 1,178 others. The attack sank two U.S. Navy battleships and damaged others. Canada declared war on Japan within hours of that attack on Pearl Harbor, the first Western nation to do so. On December 8th, The United States declared war on Japan and entered World War II on the side of the Allies. In a speech to Congress, President Franklin D. Roosevelt called the bombing of Pearl Harbor, quote, a date which will live in infamy. So let's take a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have eight inbounders, we have 12 in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have six outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Westgate. She's arriving from South Korea, headed for Longview's Anchorage. She's a bulk carrier coming in to pick up wheat. She'll pass Astoria around 5 a.m. and arrive in Longview around 8.30 a.m. The Yellowfin is a bulker arriving from South Korea, also headed for Vancouver's Anchorage. She's ultimately headed for the port of Portland to pick up soda ash. She'll pass Astoria around 7.30 a.m. and arrive in Vancouver at around 1.30 this afternoon. The Misago Arrow is arriving from South Korea, headed for Portland. She's going to the port of Portland to pick up soda ash also. She'll pass Astoria around 10.30 a.m. and arrive at the port of Portland around 4.30 p.m. The Grand Pavo is arriving from offshore, headed for Portland. She's a car carrier with Hyundais on board. She'll pass Astoria around 11.30 a.m. You might see her at the Port of Portland at around 5.30 p.m. The Golden Hiwa is arriving from South Korea, headed for Astoria's Anchorage. She's a bulk carrier coming in to pick up wheat. She'll arrive in the Anchorage around 11.30 a.m. The Top Weather is uh, arriving from offshore. She's a bulk carrier headed for Astoria's Anchorage, and she's going upriver to pick up wheat eventually. She will arrive in Astoria's Anchorage around 2.30 p.m. The Triumph Ace is arriving from Tacoma. She's a car carrier with Hondas on board headed for the Port of Portland. She'll pass Astoria around 11 p.m. and arrive at the Port of Portland around 5 a.m. on Thursday morning. Well, today I'd like to share a story with you. It's a true story and a harrowing one about something that's happening right now off the southern tip of Africa in some of the worst waters in the world. A racing sailboat is adrift in rough weather there with a solo sailor aboard. He's hoping to be rescued by a ship that is sailing as fast as it can to get to his location. Here's what the maritime news portal gcaptain.com had to say in a story released yesterday. A research and supply vessel is racing to save the French pro skipper Quito de Pavant in the Southern Ocean after his boat suffered serious damage in a collision with an unidentified object while sailing around the Cape of Good Hope on Tuesday morning. 55-year-old Quito de Pavant is currently sailing in the Vendée Globe around the world race aboard the 18.28-meter Bastide Otio. 
a decorated high-performance racing sailboat. According to race organizers, De Pavant was underway about 120 miles to the north of the Crozet Islands when he called Tuesday morning to report he had hit an object, destroying his keel and causing him to take on water. And here is a statement that he released to the racing team um, that was monitoring his progress. I hit something hard with the keel. It was a violent shock, and the boat came to a standstill. The rear bearings of the keel were ripped off, and the keel is hanging under the boat, kept in place simply by the keel ram, which is in the process of cutting through the hull. The keel housing has been destroyed, and there is a huge ingress of water there, but for the moment it is limited to the engine compartment. I currently have 40 knots of wind, and five to six meter high waves. The boat is stopped. I brought down the mainsail so she's healing less. The situation has been stabilized for the moment. I have my survival kit alongside me. Someone is going to have to come and get me. And that was a message from him to his his racing team that were monitoring him him from shore. So, wow, this is quite a story. If you've ever been on a boat in the ocean, you can perhaps, or even anywhere on a boat, you can sort of identify a little bit with what's happening here. If you've ever seen the film Lost, I believe is the name, with Robert Redford, who plays a solo sailor whose boat hits a floating shipping container, then you may have some idea of the difficulties of a lone person on a boat like this when things go wrong at sea. Now, this boat hit something very heavy in the water, and the skipper will probably never know exactly what he hit. It's a frightening thing to think that you could be just merrily sailing along and suddenly hit something very big and very damaging that you can't see. So the boat is taking on water, and the skipper is hoping to be able to get off the boat in time. This story makes me think about how well-prepared most mariners are and need to be at sea, especially when they are alone. This sailor had the equipment on board to let someone know exactly where he was. He was knowledgeable enough to know how to secure the boat and slow the ingress of water into it. And he also had the presence of mind not to panic and to take whatever action he could to allow his boat and himself to survive until help could get to him. This ability to keep your wits about you is called situational awareness by organizations like the Coast Guard. Learning situational awareness is a very valuable thing for people at sea. It means you learn a great deal about what you're doing on the boat, about the boat itself, and that practice and knowledge kicks in automatically when there's a problem. This deep understanding of what you're doing helps you in the second very important quality of a person with situational awareness, and that is keeping calm in an emergency. A person who's mastered situational awareness can skip the panicking and the despair stage of whatever emergency is happening and go directly into the what-can-I-do-now stage. Being able to calmly assess the situation and do what needs to be done is a big factor in survival. People who are panicking rarely make good choices, and when time is short, as it can be in an emergency like this, it's important that your choices are the right ones. The skipper on this boat knew all the right things to do. His boat was part of an international race, so the boat was being tracked by the race committee. But still, a mariner of his skill would no doubt have had more than enough emergency equipment on board to let people know where he was. A little more about where he is now. The boat is in the southern ocean off the southern tip of Africa. This area is the meeting point of two gigantic oceans, the Indian Ocean and the Atlantic Ocean. Strong currents converge here and heavy winds, and a deep continental shelf helps propagate huge and 
legendary rogue waves. So this is a place with challenging sea conditions, frequent storms, and huge waves. It's a tough place to be in a boat on a good day. Let's wish this mariner a quick and safe rescue. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day.